sarva karmatvam all of this can only properly apply to param brahma and not to jiva <coughs> anupattestu not only that they apply to param brahma they cannot apply to jiva also it is not tenable that these attributes that are stated here that they can apply to jiva is not possible except a few like manomaya prasharira and then what is it aniyan vriherva yavadva and then antasharire so these things are you know looks like they are the attributes of jiva and all this discussion is to show how even those attributes also can apply to brahman it is true that those attributes can primarily apply to jiva but then looking at it in certain way you can see how those also can apply to jiva i mean brahman and then why should those attributes be given why should shuddhi not be consistent because there is a reason why those attributes also are given for param brahma <coughs> karma kartru vipadeshaacha jiva is presented as a karta as the one who has to attain and and the object, what is to be meditated upon is presented as karma is what is to be attained so upasya is karma what is to be attained and upasaka is karta the attainer and they are always different they were this manomaya prashri upasya to be attained and the jiva who is the meditator or attainer has to be different also karma kartru vipadeshaacha that the meditator is always different from from what is meditated upon so manomaya all of these are presented as what are to be meditated upon and jiva is meditator has to be different shabda visheshat also so vibhakti bhedat put it this way that elsewhere in shadavada brahmana where the same vidya or meditation is presented there for the jiva and brahman different so they are placed in different vibhaktis and so yatha vrihirva yavova shamakova shamagatandolova evam avantaratman purusha antaratmani purusha hiranmayah so purusha hiranmayah is the upasya antaratmani is what is to be is the one who is meditating so for jiva antaratmani that is what is said there for brahman purusha or upasya purusha hiranmayah therefore शारीरस्य आत्मने शब्द अभिदायक सत्यमंत सुंतरात्मनी दैट इज अभिदायक दैट इज द वन दैट स्टैंड्स फॉर द मेडिटेटर हु इज शारीरह मीनिंग द जीवात्मा तस्माद् विशिष्टः अन्य प्रथमांध पुरुष शब्द डिफरेंट फ्रॉम दैट इज द वन टू मेडिटेट अपॉन दैट इज पुरुषः हिरण्यमयः व्हिच इज प्लेस्ड इन द फर्स्ट केस मनोमयत्वादि विशिष्ट आत्मन अभिदायक दट पुरुष हिरण्यमय ऑल्सो स्टैंड फॉर मनोमय प्राण शरीर ऑल ऑफ देम दे आर डिफरेंट फ्रॉम द अंतर वन हु इज अंतर आत्मा द मेडिटेटर देन कंटिन्यू विद नेक्स्ट सूत्र सेज न्याय निर्णय आत्मांत स्थित अन्य अयोगे स्वे महिमनी उपचारादेव शब्द भेद सैद विशेष वेल 
one of them is in the seventh case which shows location. So located, location and located. Other one is in the first case. So what is the first case is what is located and seventh case is the location. And so location and located, seventh in the first case, that should be different. Meaning that the table upon which the book is, table is the location and book is what is located. And so adhara, adheya. Table is adhara, please, the what is the support, the location. Book is adheya, what is located, what is supported. So it is our experience that adhara and adheya, they are different. Adhara is the seventh case on the table. Adhya in the first case, the book. And so also, that was the argument presented in the earlier sutra. But then, Atmandastirasya Anyasya Ayoge. The argument will be, what are you talking about? You mean that Jivatma is different from Brahma? Jivatma also is consciousness. Brahman also is consciousness. Where are two consciousness? Anyasya Ayoge. There cannot be Anyatvam. There cannot be separatedness between Jiva and Brahma. Therefore, how do they explain the use of seventh case? Sve Mahimni Itivat. So, just as in the 8th chapter we said, Sve Mahimni Pratishthitaha. So, Kasmin Pratishthitaha. Where is Brahman located? Sve Mahimni in its own glory. So, Brahman is situated or abiding in its own glory. There, Sve Mahimni, that is the location. There is also Brahman. Pratishthita also is Brahman. So, sometimes you do use the seventh case for indicating the same entity, there is an exception. There is no absolute hard and fast rule that just because the Adhara, Adhya Bhava is there, that the two entities have to be separate. It is thitaha. So, it is upachara, like Raho, Shiraha, the sixth case normally indicates Sambandha, the relationship between two different entities, but Raho, Shiraha, the head of Rahu, whether one, one, so also seventh case, the location and located are usually different, but there could be one in a case like this. Upachara deva shabda vedasya deva di shabda vedaha. These different in cases that you are presenting as the reason for jiva and the Brahman being defining that the upas, upasya is Brahman and not jiva, so that can be explained differently also. Like Sve Mahimni can be explained the seventh case as only Upacharat, in a figurative sense, not in the primary sense. So sometimes the seventh case, the locative case, can be in a figurative sense and not in the primary sense. Iti na Upachara Sankari Vyachaste. So then that is the, so that's the argument, that's the Purupaksha and says, no, no. This seventh case is in a primary sense, not in the figurative sense. So that's the answer. Smritesh Chaiti. Or looking at Ratna Prabha, Smritav, Rudhisthasya, Jeevat, Bhedoktehe, Atrapi, Rudhistho, Manomahishwaityaha. Or Pradhisthva Smritav. Here the verse Rudhis stands for Bhagavad Gita. So this is the Indicate, mention about Brahman Gita. That's all. There is no Bhagavad Gita mentioned in Brahma Sutra anywhere. 
But this, by the word Smruti here, Bhagavad Gita is meant. So that's how uh, the, the scholars, whether or not Bhagavad Gita preceded Brahma Sutra or what, was Bhagavad Gita before Brahma Sutra or later? The arguments of the Western scholars, all these texts are very recent. And they always want to say that all of them after Christ. All of them are influence of Christianity. All Bhagavatam, all Krishna's story, everything after Christ. Because Christ is presented as a child, Krishna also presented as a child, and Mother Mary is there, Yashoda is there, all these stories have come from there. And whatever. And everything has come from Bible. So all the teaching of the Veda, that's and all this comes from the Western teaching. So this is how the argument is, arguments are. And the Indian scholars are to bend over backward to prove that no, no, this is more ancient than them. That no, no, Bhagavad Gita preceded Brahma Sutra. And Brahma Sutra preceded this. They say Brahma Sutra is first or second century, A.D. And Bhagavad Gita came later or whatever. So Smrita is By word Smriti is meant Bhagavad Gita. And so Smrita in Bhagavad Gita Rudhisthasya Jiva Bhedokte. Bhagavad Gita very clearly says Rudhisthasya. So one who is situated in the heart is indeed different from Jiva. Vedokte Atrabi Rudhistha Manomaya. Inasmuch as Smruti is looked upon as an explanation of Shruti. So Bhagavad Gita being Smruti will conform to the Smruti or the Shruti or the Upanishads. Sarva Upanishadu Gavaha Dogdha Gopalanandana Partho Vatsa Sudhir Vokta Dugdham Gita Amritam Mahat. So Bhagavad Gita is a Mahat Dugdham, is a great uh, ambrosia or immortal ambrosia coming from Upanishads, the cow's Upanishads. So Bhagavad Gita says that the one located in heart, Antaratmani Hrudi, is Ishvara and different from Jiva, then that is an additional evidence to show that here also Upanishad says Antarudaya. So what is Antarudaya meaning that what is in the, one in the heart must be different from Jiva. So Smrita Rudhisthasya Jiva Advedokte Atrabi Rudhistha Manomaya Ishvara. So here also Rudhistha Antaratmani Antarudaya must be Upasya and that is Ishvara and so Manumaya is Ishvara and not Jiva. Ityas Vadesha. So both ways you can say. Svadesha. Svruti. Bhagavad Gita also. So Svade. Ishvara Sarabhutanam Buddhesha Jante Shityadav Jiva Brahmano Bhedasmarana. So Bhagavad Gita also very clearly shows how Jiva and Brahma are different, Jiva and Ishvara are different. Therefore, cha api jiva no upasya. Therefore, it is not jiva who is no upasya or meditated upon, but Brahma. <coughs> so says Vashyakara. So that is what Nanin also says, Rudhisthitasya sharirat bhedahas pratyya uchyade. Tataha manomayatvadi vishishtu rudhisthitanya sharirati no upacharat. Meaning that, it is not Sve Mahimni, not just in figurative sense, in a primary sense. 
that Ishvara located in the heart is different from Jiva. That means that that statement of the Smriti or Bhagavad Gita is to be taken in a primary sense. That Ishvara is different from Jiva. <coughs> so Vashnakara says, Sukhatischa Sharira Paramatmanoho Bhedam Darshati Ishvara Sarva Bhutanam Ruddeshe Rjunatishthati Brahmayan Sarva Bhutani Yantra Rudhani Mayaya Ityadya Ityadya Smrutischa Smrutischa So that Chakara is an additional argument. The Smruti also Sharira Paramatmano Bhedam Darshati Smruti also shows Veda or the separatedness of Sharira that is Jivatma and Paramatma very clearly shows how the two are different. Where is it said? Ishvara Sarabhutanam Ruddeshe Junatehe Arjuna Ishvara Sarabhutanam Ruddeshe Tishthadi Ishvara Tishthadi stays, lives, obtains Ruddeshe in the heart of all the beings so Sarabhuta Bhutani Jivan meaning that Ishvara obtains, stays, abides in the hearts of all the living beings, all the jivas. Brahman Sarabhutani. So living in the heart, what is he doing? Brahman Sarabhutani. He makes all the bhutas, all the jivas revolve. Yantra Rudhani Maya, Yantra Rudhani, as though they are, they are uh, Arudha. Meaning that they are all sitting on a yanta or a machine. So as though all of them are obtaining on a machine and the Ishvara is rotating that machine. What is that machine? Maya. By his own Maya. He takes the jivas round and round in the cycles of birth and death. As though jivas are those which are obtaining or sitting on a yantra. On a merry-go-round. So just as on the merry-go-round the people are sitting, they are made to go round and round. That means those days also merry-go-round must be there, I guess, you know. And so, how that person who is operating merry-go-round makes them go, so also Ishwara sitting in the heart by his own maya makes the jivas go round the circles of birth and death as though all were mounted on a machine, you know. <coughs> yeah, yantram shariram. So, yantra rudhani as though they are all mounted on the yantra, the, body, the machine of the body. And also within this birth also he takes them round and round. Not only from one birth to the other, within this lifetime also he takes them round and they come back again and again from where they were. So he goes from one siddhi, one attainment to another attainment. From one peak to the other. Except that when he goes to a peak and he is in the same place, so he goes to another peak, finds the same place. That's how, after one attainment also, I am where I was earlier, as far as my sense of incompleteness or dissatisfaction is concerned, I have not moved an inch further. I become, from poor man, I become rich man, all right. From unknown, I become well known. But then, as far as 
my estimate of myself is concerned, I am no better than before. So that's how even the even during this lifetime also, by his Maya, Ishwara makes all these jivas go round and round as though mounted on the merry go round. <coughs> Ityadya. Then say Ratnavrava Atra Sutra Kuta Satya Veda Uktayati Bhranti Nirasaya. So Sutrakar very clearly says that Ishvara is different from Jiva. Sutra Kuta Satya Veda Uktayati. That means the Sutrakara seems to conform to the view that Ishvara is different from Jiva. That there is a Veda or separatedness between the two, a real Veda or real separatedness is there. Sutrakara seems to agree, that seems to be Sutrakara's view also. Now you see, if you argue too much that Jiva meditates upon Ishvara, and Upasa Karma Kartru Vipadeshacha, so is one is meditator, is meditated upon all the arguments and whatever. The object of meditation is Ishvara and the meditator is Jiva and they are different. So you have gone all the way in this argument, but you have landed on the problem. Are you saying that Ishvara and Jiva are different? Is that what the Sutrakara is saying? Because Vashakara explains it that way. The Brandi, so another Brandi is created. Brandi Nirasaya. Therefore, to resolve that and the false conclusion that one may arrive at, Ikshadi adhikarane nirasnavichodhi mudbhavya. Even though in the Ikshadi adhikaranam this question was taken up and resolved, still mudbhavya is raised again here. Nirasadi and that conclusion that one may arrive at from these various sutras, one may arrive at the conclusion. The sutrakara seems to admit the view that Jiva, the meditator, is different from Ishvara, the meditator upon. So now, in Advaita, who meditates upon whom? This question always is there. So then, when Upanishads present meditation, means all the worship. When Upanishads present meditation, then that meditation, Upanishads alone, is then expanded as Shravanam, Kirtanam, Smaranam, Padasevanam, all of this is contained here. So, Upasana or meditation, or mental worship. I mean, what Upanishad present is the worship of Ishwara. And then later on all of that idea has been expanded into where it is puja and archana and whatever it is. So this question always remains or arises in the mind of everybody. Did you say that Jiva Brahma Vanaparaha? Jiva is none other than Brahma. Then and then you also say that you should worship Brahma. Who will worship whom? And so, either you say Advaita, there is no question of worship then. Or you talk of worship, in which case there can be no question of Advaita. Therefore, this Siddhanta, all the ultimate view that Jiva and Brahma are one, and this whole prescription of worship, etc., are all contradictory. But here, the worship is prescribed by Upanishad and also conformed by, by Sutrakara and Vashyakara. That means that, this duality is real. <coughs> so this, what they call vexing question, is how the newspapers, you know, newspapers talk about vexing question, you know. And so that is taken, Udbhave Nirasyati. So this question is raised and then resolved. 
So not that the teachers have been unaware of these stupid questions arising in minds of people, you know, and so they have been raised and resolved. Atrahaiti. <coughs> so Tameva Sharanam Gatsayati Vakyam, also Tameva Sharanam Gatsayati Sarabhavena Bharata, there also Tameshwaram Eva Sharanam Gatsayati. May you take refuge into the Ishwara, that also Vakya shows Ishwara is different from the Jiva. Vishwara is Sharanya and Jiva is Sharanagata. <coughs> Atra Aha Kaf Punrayam Shari Raha Nama Paramatmana Anyaha Yaf Pratishinjade Anupattestu Nasari Raha Ityadina Atraha So Shruti Smriti Vyam Bhedavadha Saptam Yartha Shruti and Smriti, all of them seem to be only based on Bheda or the duality, separateness upon Jiva and Ishwara. Atra with reference to this. Then you quoted Smriti also. And Smriti is an explanation of Shruti. So Shruti and Smriti, both of them seem to confirm that Ishvara is different from Jiva with reference to that. Aha, the, somebody has to say here. Kaf punaram shariro nama. So, anupattestuna sharira ityadya, ityadina. So when you say that, anupatte, because it is not tenable, that satya sankalpatvam, satya kamatvam, etc. can apply to jiva. Therefore, upasya of the one, what is to be meditated upon, is not sharira, is not jivatma. But it is Ishvara. Kaf punaram sharira nama. Who is the sharira? Sharira bhava sharira. It is jivatma. Who is the so-called sharira? Sharira nama means who is the so-called sharira? Or jivatma. Paramatmanya. Who you claim is different from Paramatma, yeah, Pratishadyade, so one who is negated. Na Shariraha, Sharira Jivatma is in fact negated as not the object of meditation. Who is Anupattestuna Ityadana Yah Pratishadyade? So Sharira Jivatma, who is negated as the object of meditation. Who is he? Who is different from Paramatma? So because you very clearly seem to state the separatedness of the two. <coughs> so suppose we may say, Nanu na nyatvam sadhyade, kindu anyasya manomayatvade nishidhyade. Anupatte istu na shariraha. So what are you doing there? So we may say that we do not mean that Ishvara and Jiva, that is not the purpose of that sutra. What is the purpose? Manomayatvadi nishidyade. We are only saying that Manomayatva, etc. do not apply to Jiva. We are not saying that Jiva is different from Ishvara. We are all saying is, what all we are saying is, Satya Sankalpatva, etc. They do not apply to Jiva. That's all we are saying. Tatra yah patishidyade anupattestu nasharirahe. Vivakshita gunapatvena jivasya dhetva nishedha anupatya tadanyatvadihi. This is, wait a minute. You are negating 
manomatra, etc., in, in Sharira. You could not have done that unless Sharira is different from Paramatma. Vivakshita gunavatvena jivasya dhetva nisheda anupatya. So vivakshita gunavatvesha. That all these gunas, like Satya Sangalvatvam, cannot apply to Sharira. They can only apply to Brahman. And not apply to Sharira. Both ways you say. That all these gunas can apply to, properly apply to Brahman. And they cannot logically apply to Jiva. You could not have said it unless Brahman and Jiva are different. Now you say that, no, no, we only meant to negate these gunas in Jiva and not say that they are too different. But then you could not have asserted these gunas in Brahman and negated the very same guna in Jiva unless guna in Brahman and Jiva are different. It's called so Anupatti. So this is Upapatti. Anitha Anupatti. So that were Arthapatti. Shruti Arthapatti. Shruti would not have said it. And Sutrakara would not have said it. Unless they were different. Devata Danyatva Dhihi. Therefore, these two sutras definitely create in us the Dhihi or the conclusion that Sutrakara means that Ishvara and Jiva are different. Ityata. Then you may say, so he said, Kaf Padayam Sharivanama. Who is a Jiva? What do you mean by the who is this entity called Jiva? Suppose you may say, Parasyamsha Vikarava Jiva Nama. Suppose the separatedness is not Parasyamsha. Maybe Jiva is Amsha or a part of Paramatma. Or Vikara, modification of Paramatma. That's what Vishistha Dvaita says. That's how they are accommodating Dvaita and Advaita. Is not absolute, not Keval Advaita. Because then Upasana is not possible. And, there, and also not Dvaita. Because there, then Moksha is not possible. So how do they accommodate both Upasana, worship as well as Moksha? Vishishta Advaita. So Parasya Amsha Vikara. So we say that Jiva is Amsha or Vikara. That is Vishishta Advaita. So the Advaita is qualified. Hityashankya. Bhashyakara will not be swayed by all this stuff. You know? So those people, Vedanta, they are not swayed. But then, other people, they could not rigorously, they could not accept the rigorousness of this, you know. And therefore, they kept giving concessions into what Bhashyakara interpreted as the Upanishads. And even that was difficult for others, so then Dvaita was Madhvacharya. Hityashankya. Shruti Smriti Virodhat Naivam. No, no, no. Shruti and Smriti do not mean that in those statements the meaning is not that Jiva is a part of Brahman or a modification of Brahman. These Shruti Smriti very clearly say that Jiva and Brahman are different. So Shruti, then the Bhashya uh, says, Shruti Nanyo tosti drashta, nanyo tosti shrota, ityevam jati yakaha, devam jati yakaha, paramatmanaha, anyamatmanam varayati, tathasmritirapi, kshetrajnyam chabimam vidhi, Sarvakshetreshu Bharata Ityavam Jatiyaka Iti 
So understand that in Bhashyakara's time itself, all these positions were considered. What later on came to known as Vishishta Dvaita, where in at the level of Karya there is Dvaita Bheda, at the level of Karana there is Abheda. At the level of the pinned off or the lump of gold there is oneness, at the level of ornament there is duality. That is Vishishta Dvaita also where ornament can be said to be a modification of gold or a part of gold, however. <coughs> Already taken up in Brahma Sutra itself. Or that ornament is different from gold. Nyayikas used to say that. Nyayikas also rasat karya vadina. What that means is that the karya doesn't have presence in the upadana karana. That the pot is not there in the, in the clay. Had pot been there in the clay, you would have experienced it. And you would not need all these pot, you know, potter's wheel, etc. To, to create the pot. That shows that there is no pot in the clay. So a non-existent pot has come into existence, therefore that pot is different from clay. So that's how all those fellows are advaitins. Meaning all these positions are already considered and refuted. <coughs> so the idea is that, so there were bheda bheda. There is bheda as well as bheda. Abheda is what? The level of karanam. And bheda is the level of karya. So that's called bheda bheda vata. Na bheda bheda abhyam shrutismudhi avirodha tad ayogat. See, you cannot explain the shruti and smudhi by saying that the jiva is vikara or amsha of paramatma. Because that, the shruti smudhi statement do not leave that, uh, that, that kind of a interpretation. Shruti very clearly says, nanya atahasti drashta. There is no drashta or the seer different from paramatma. Nanya atahasti shruta. There is no hearer other than Paramatma, etc., etc. So this hearer, seer, thinker, this so-called Jivatma is absolutely not different from Paramatma. Though these statements do not leave any room for interpretation that Jiva is a part of Paramatma or a modification of Paramatma, these statements very clearly say that they are one in primary sense not in some kind of secondary sense. Kshetragnam chabhyamam viddi sarvakshetra shubharata. Ye bharata in all kshetra, in all the upadis, no me to be kshetragnam, no me to be the self. Not that I am modification nor I am a part. These statements very clearly show the kevaladvaitam, absolute non-duality between the two. Purupakshi says that these statements do not leave any room for interpretation that jiva is part of paramātmā or modification of paramātmā. Such a bheda-bheda-bhyam, śrutiśmṛti-avirodha, that you cannot show the avirodha. Meaning that, what is the, what is the virodha? This sutrakāra, what the sutrakāra says, looks like that he accepts the duality between the two, and this statement very clearly says that there is no duality. Therefore, you cannot resolve this difference between the statement of Śrutiśmṛti and what the Sutrakara says. <coughs> Therefore, now we ask him. Vedantana, of course, has the answer ready. Kim vastuto anyo jīvanāsti kiva opāyadopiti vikalpayati When you say that there is no jīva separate from Paramātmā, you mean that real in reality jīva and Paramātmā is not separate or that separation cannot be there at all, 
or separation can be there because of upadi. Do you say that? Whether is there nothing that can create a sense of separation or can upadi create a sense of separation? What do you, do you accept it? Iti kimo iti vikalpa iti. So this vikalpa is presented. When you say that Jiva and Paramahatma are absolutely one, do you mean that they are one even with Upadi? Can the Upadi create an appearance of separation or not? Meaning the separatedness that Vashyakara talks about, or Sutrakara talks about, that that separatedness can be interpreted as in a primary sense, or that can be an appearance of separatedness. Maybe Sutrakara talks about an apparent separatedness. This is an apparent duality. Accepting that all this is being said, do you accept that? Or you say, no, no, that cannot be apparent duality also. Can the duality be real and the apparent? Or the duality has to be real? So, Vedantin says that the statement which appear to show the duality between Jiva and Brahma suggests those passages which present Jiva as the meditator and present Brahman as the meditated upon they seem to show the duality between the two, but then, can those statements all be explained as an apparent duality, which can be negated at a given point in time later on? Do you accept that or not? So, kim vastuto anyo jiva nasti, kim va upadudopi. When you say that jiva is not separate from paramatma, do you mean that under no conditions are they separate? Or that at the level of upadi, the, the apparent separation can be. That is Vikalpa presented here. Atraiti. So Vashyagana says, Atra Uchyade. So here, with reference to this, this is what you. Atra means what? Be, because of these two alternatives. What is the alternative? The, the, non, the duality is real or the duality is apparent. And so the duality that is accepted by Sutrakara, is it accepted in the real sense or is it accepted only in apparent sense? So Bhavishvadbhutya Gaunanta, the duality accepted now, keeping in mind the future non-duality. And then in duality also, you should conduct yourself in such a way that that conduct results in a non-duality. Is that what it is? Or the duality is permanent for here, for, to stay forever. What do you think Sutrakara is meaning? <clears throat> so, Adhyam Angi Karoti. Vastutaha Anya Jiva Nasti, that in reality, Jiva is not separate from Paramatma, is accepted, that position of this, the Purupashi accepted. Satyameva Etata. So, say Ratna Brava. Say from the statement that you presented of the Shuddhi and the Smuti, that yes, Vastuta in reality, Ekatvameva. Yes, those statements that you presented are right, that they present the non duality between Jiva and Brahma in a primary sense. Vastuta in reality. From the standpoint of the reality, yes, there is no separatedness between the two. And the statement that the presenter are, are in verification of that. Dhritiyam <coughs> But if you mean that, there cannot be even the appearance of duality created. That is not right. Even though in reality there is non-duality, but then 
the appearance of duality can be there and that appearance may be taken as real. So for the person who takes appearance as real, for that person, he is in a different world and he has to be released from that. And so, but there is, there is rope here. It is true. There is rope all right from the standpoint of the one who knows, but do you accept that for somebody else it may appear as a snake? There is no snake here. We accept that there is no snake. Only when you show the torchlight. But before the torchlight is shown, do you accept that there can be an appearance of rope? In which case, why is this so afraid? Why do you give him all kinds of mantras and, you know, why, why do you need that? There is no snake there. He is no snake from your standpoint. But is it possible that he may imagine a snake and he may be therefore afraid and therefore we have to console him and we have to ask him to meditate that this is rope, whatever, you know, to accept that or not. <coughs> so then, Bhastakara says, Para eva atma Dehendriya Mano buddhupadi vihe Parichidyamana Balehi Shari raha Ityupachariyate Yatha Hadakarakade Upadi vashad Aparichinamapi Nabaha Parichinabat Avahasate Tadvada Parahevatma. Not that there are two entities, only Paramatma is para, Supreme Self, you know. So, but that translation is not acceptable to our son. Supreme, these words, you know. Supreme is the name of gasoline in America, you know. So, Supreme is gasoline, is not Paramatma anyway, but then, so, Parahevatma. Param is limitless, whatever, I mean, as long as you use the word in proper sense, that's okay. So, but then, in as much as words are always understood in a different way as ever, better don't use words that can be wrongly understood by people. That's the idea. Not that word is wrong. But in as much as people always understand certain words in their own way, it's eternal, mean people think that it's all going on a long time. And so, therefore all these words, a bunch of words, you know, eternal, immortal, this, that and so on. And so they sing bhajans, etc., you know, with these words. And people think that they understand. But then eternality, immortality, all is understood only with reference to Vimara only. So eternal is that that goes on all in all the time. Eternal is that we transcend the time. Immortal is that we transcend the death. Not that deathless. So death does not happen. That's not the point. Even when death appears to happen, in way it transcends the death. That's what these words are meant. So these words are meant to actually suggest transcendental reality. But people do not understand. People understand them as applicable in the Vyavari Sattva only. So that is why. But anyway. <coughs> so Paraheva Atma. It is Atma Desh Paraha. Desh Kala Vastu Parichyeda Shunya. One that actually transcends the limitations of the space-time and causality. Dehe Indriya Manubuddhi Upadivihi. Because Upadhi, the limiting adjuncts. Upadhi is that which creates an appearance of limitation. That's called Upadhi which seems to superimpose its own limitations upon what is nearby, what is in proximity. And just as a flower, a red flower creates an appearance of redness in a crystal. And so that's the, that's the power that Upadhi has. It can create an appearance 
and for the person who does not know the nature of crystal, that person may take the crystal to be real. And so also is manobuddhi, dehendriya manobuddhi, the body, sense organs, mind, intellect, this complex, is called upadhi, because it, it creates an appearance. So self-consciousness is like crystal, meaning totally attributeless, transparent, and therefore a sitting duck for all kinds of superimposition. Any color, so red color, that thing will appear red, yellow color will appear yellow, blue color appear blue. It has no opinion of its own. It has no opinion as to how it should appear. So says, no, no, I don't come blue, I will not allow you. It doesn't say that. That the crystal allows only red color to shine in it, not blue color. No, crystal doesn't have that. No ragadvesha at all. Whatever color, cloth or any object that, not only cloth or flower, no, no, flower, then only I will let it appear as red, not cloth, no, no. Anything that is colored, which is in the proximity, and whatever the color is, crystal is absolutely no no opinion at all. Who doesn't even know that people think that I am red and yellow and things like that, you know. And so this is how superimposition takes place. But the color seems to have the power of at least making the crystal appear as colored. And that appearance is taken as real by those who do not know the true nature of crystal. So, Dehendre manobuddhi upadevi. So, Atma is too innocent, you know. Not too stupid, but too pure. And though extremes appear similar, just too pure. And therefore, so unmattavat, therefore they're looking like, like mad. Looks like a child. Looks like crazy. Looks like indifferent. Looks like doesn't understand. In Avudhuta also, that's how Shukadevi will be described. Avudhuta. Absolutely abiding in the cell with no duality of any kind. Doesn't see the difference between a man and woman. Doesn't see at all. He looks like a mad person, so the extremes look alike. So Atma is absolutely transparent. Absolutely attributeless. Absolutely pure. Can also appear to be totally impure. And so, the extremes appear to be similar, but then they are absolutely extremes. One shows wisdom, other shows total ignorance. But then, therefore, a person can appear like that. To an ignorant person, he may think that this is mad fellow. Whereas, happens to be, he is nothing but Param Brahma. So, both of them may look similar in Vyavhara. Therefore, this kind of problems happen. Problems do happen. Parichyadyamano balehi shariyadi upachariyade. To immature people, to ignorant people, those who cannot see the difference. But to see the difference you must require, you must be really discerning. So these women who are taking, taking you know, their bath in the river, they covered themselves when Veda Vyasa was, when they remained, whatever they were, while taking bath when Shukadevji passed by, nothing happened to them. But after a little while, when Veda Vyasa was passing by, they covered themselves with clothes. They said, what do you mean? My young, my young son, when you saw him, nothing happened to you, you did not cover yourself, there was no lajja, you were not ashamed. When I am passing by, I am an old man, and then you are, you are, uh, you are ashamed of showing yourself as what you are. He says, yes. Because he doesn't have any sense of man and woman, and you have still. 
And therefore, so therefore that fellow looks like man, doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything. That is man and woman, that means he is absolutely retarded. The retarded also may not know. A child also doesn't know. Who is under, totally undeveloped doesn't know difference between man and woman. And this one also does, looks like retarded, you know. So retarded absolutely wise can appear so similar. <coughs> so that is what is called Maya. And there people can be deluded. Balaihi Shari Rahiti Upacharyate. So those people who are immature. Now what maturity is required you can imagine. What kind of maturity is required? Those women had that maturity. Regardless of what Sukadeva was, but those women could see the difference between the two. That your son doesn't seem to have from his very appearance, doesn't seem to have any kind of... So this difference does not register him at all, they could see. And that difference registers, we can see that on your face. What a discerning on the part of those women also, whatever. But the thing is, that so what kind of wisdom is expected from us, understand. So, what absolute degree of wisdom and purity is expected to see this reality? And so, all kinds of compromises that you make in purity won't work. There is no compromise in purity, you know. Because there is no compromise in purity as far as Ishwara is concerned. Even though he is doing everything, which nobody would do. All kinds of miserable thing he does also. Because he destroys. Not only creates and sustains, he destroys. looks very cruel. And so, to, in that cruelty also to see the compassion requires what an amount of purity. You must transcend both the ideas, then only you can see that. You can ridicule people who talk about compassion and cruelty because you can't see where they are coming from. So from what standpoint they are talking, you don't understand, so you ridicule them. And therefore the wise people are ridiculed by idiot, you know, meaning that those people have no idea at all where they are coming from. Bhālaihi shāri rahati upacharyate avyaktam vyakti māpanyam manyate māma buddhaya param bhāma jānanta and so avajānati māmūdaha manusim manusim tanumāsitam param bhāma jānanta mamā bhūtam heshvaram etc. Lord Krishna says people think that I am just a human being not knowing who I am. So avatāra also to discern who he is requires what wisdom, what level of wisdom to, to discern that in this form is Paramatma himself. So depending upon your own discernment you will see different things. You see a loving person, a wife, this person, that person, but so is Paramatma. Param Mama Bhuta Maheshwaram. I am Bhuta Maheshwara. I am absolutely, absolutely, you know, limitless. There is no way that people can see that fact. Because all they see is my body and my actions and my words. There also, because of their own ragat veshas, they look upon me as this ordinary jiva. There also, people who are pure, they see that he is not an ordinary person. He is a different person. You look like you and I, but he is not. You require to go much beyond that also to see that he is Paramatma. <coughs> he is what he is. We have to change. So what is this, what is, what is there in front of you, you experience it. What you experience is your interpretation. And the life is based on our interpretation, not what we experience. Interpretation is based on our buddhi, what purity it has. So we, it's our, our burden to purify the mind, 
to see what is or to understand what is, put it this way. Not to see, by seeing human experience you don't need an experience to see, understand, therefore knowledge. Anyway, where knowledge is emphasized and, uh, with reference to experience, you can see where the difference is. There is no dearth of experience because what you are experiencing is Ishvara. Understand. So Ishvara is not to be believed, is to be understood, not believed. Anyway, so, Balai, Shari Rahiti, Upacharyate. And so people do not know who they are. So they think they find themselves limited. In the taking their limitation to be real, they think that I am a limited being. And therefore, people take the self as a limited entity. <coughs> Meaning that this sense of separatedness is a result of the Upadhi Veda and not in reality. <coughs> so as Ratna Brahma says, Tvaduktaritya Vastuda Ekatvameva. Tripurapakshi, what you say is right, that there is non-duality from the, from the point of view of the absolute reality. Vedastu Kalpitaha Sutreshu Anudyate when Sutrakara appears to talk about the Veda or the separated Nijiva and Ishvara, it is Kalpitaha Veda. Sutrakara is reiterating the Veda, the duality that is accepted by people. Not that he accepts the duality, but then accepting for the time being the duality that people see, he is just reiterating that. Just as the Vedas ask you, Amum Yaja, Amum Yaja. Worship this one, worship that one. Not that they accept the duality, but then accepting for the time being the duality that these people take to be real, then respecting that also, they are telling them, guiding him, how to ultimately come out of this duality. <coughs> so this is the scheme of the Shastra. Bhavishyadvitya gaunamtu. So it is Bhavishyadvitya that by living the life in this manner, someday this fellow will see what the reality is. So teach him how to live a life which is in tune with reality, in tune with non-duality. Even though he thinks duality is real, but teach him the values which are based on non-dualities. Give him yajna, give him the sense of sacrifice, giving that bhavana, giving that bhavana of worship. The world is not a bhogasthanam. Is not a place of enjoyment, is not a place of exploitation, is a place of worship. And so, give him these bhavanas which are all conducive to ultimately seeing the non duality. The way he lives right now is not his fault because he thinks duality is real and all his values are based on that giving reality to duality. Therefore, satyam vada, dharmam chara, satyam vada. If you accept non-duality is real, then asatya is natural. But understand that what you think is not real, therefore, even though asatya appears to be profitable, satyam Don't go for that profit, because that profit will take you within the circle of birth and death. And the satyam Swadhyayana, and always pursue knowledge. You are ignorant, understand, therefore, you need to pursue knowledge all the time. I will never swerve from the pursuit of knowledge, etc., etc. (coughs) 
అపరిచ్ఛిన్నస్య ఉపాదన పరిచిన్నత దృష్టి దృష్టాంతేన స్పష్టయది హౌ వాట్ ఇస్ అపరిచ్ఛిన్న మీనింగ్ దాట్ హౌ వాట్ ఇస్ ఇన్ ఫ్యాక్ట్ లిమిట్లెస్ ఆర్ ఆల్ పర్వేజ్ మీ అపియర్ టు బీ లిమిటెడ్ ఆర్ మీ అపియర్ టు బీ రిస్ట్రిక్టెడ్ టు వన్ లొకేషన్ so how that which obtains in all locations may appear to be restricted to one location to explain that vashikara gave the example yatha ghatakarakali upadivashat just as because of limiting adjuncts of a pot and a jar etc aparichinna vinava nava the space which is actually un so unrestricted unlimited parichinnavat avhasade how space appears to circumscribed by a part so looks like part is space is confined to the part how the part manages to create this notion in the mind of the viewer that the space is within the part within the jar and so forth so this parts and jars are opaques because they are successful in creating the appearance of limitedness in space or or the uh, limited pervasiveness when the space is all pervasive tadvat <coughs> like that so nyana ne shruta shruta vache karma kartrutvaadi vyavaharat paramatika vabhedayati wait a minute yourself say karma kartru vyapadeshaatcha ఏదమితః ప్రేత్య అభిసంభవితాస్మీది ఇది శృతియందస్మీ తమేవ శరణం గచ్చ సర్వభావేన భారత సో మే యూ టేక్ రెఫ్యూజ్ ఇన్ టు హిమ్ విత్ ఆల్ యువర్ బీయింగ్ సో శృతి శృతౌ స్మృతౌ చ కర్మకర్తృత్వాది వ్యవహారాద్ దర్ ఆల్సో దివాయస్ ప్రెసెంటెడ్ ఎస్ కర్త అండ్ ఈశ్వర ప్రెసెంటెడ్ ఎస్ కర్మ దట్ వ్యవహార ఇస్ వెరీ క్లియర్ ఇన్ దో స్టేట్మెంట్ ఆఫ్ శృతి పారమాధిక సో వై నాట్ దోస్ స్టేట్మెంట్స్ రియల్ సో విచ్ నా విచ్ ఇస్ మహావాక్యం వై ఇస్ అ తాత్పర్యం ఇది తాత్పర్యం శృతి ఇన్ ఆల్ దోస్ స్టేట్మెంట్ విచ్ సిమ్ టు విల్ డివాలిటీ వై ఇస్ తాత్పర్యం నాన్ డివాలిటీ వై ఇస్ అ తాత్పర్యం యూ కెన్ సీ వాట్ లెవెల్ దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ యునో ది ఆర్గ్యుమెంట్స్ ఆర్ గోయింగ్ ఆన్ ఇది ఆశంక తద్వత్ సో తదపేక్ష భాష్యకాల సైజ్ తదపేక్షేద్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్యవహారేదవ్
karma and karta. So when Shushruti says is karta and Ishwar is karma, that vyavhara, that Shabda Prayoga is based on Bhela, the duality. Navirudhyade. So this statement of Shruti, they are, they are not contradicting the non-duality because they are based on the view or the, or the notion of this jiva. So from the standpoint of jiva, who has this false notion, these statements are quite understandable. Abhāda abheda vyavaharasya tātyukatma āsankya But then, no sorry, abhāda abheda vyavaharasya tātvikāna But all right, so then, abheda vyavahara of karta and karma is tātvika, why not it is real? Abhāda, because it is never negated. Iti āsankya prāk urdhamva Bodhad, Abhadahiti, Vikalpya. So, how long the statements of the duality applicable? When you say that the duality is what is the purport of the Shruti, or the duality seems to be non-negatable, is it... So, you see, look, the thing is that people's sense of duality never goes. By all the karma, all the upasana, all the worship, the sense of duality doesn't go. If it was false, it should go away, isn't it? It doesn't go away. So because the sense of duality doesn't seem to go, therefore it must be real. So question is, that sense of duality does not go before the Upadesha or after Upadesha. It is true. It will never go unless a person is exposed to the Upadesha. This tenth man will never see that his tenth man unless he is told that you are the tenth man. Because it will never strike him. That is why they say there is non-duality no strike. It has to be pointed out. That is why the Guru is important. Those people who say, no, the truth will reveal itself, no, no. Because he has already concluded that I am Jiva. And all his experiences will never actually contradict that conclusion. So whatever happens in life, never contradicts the conclusion that I am a Jiva. Or I am a limited being, nothing ever contradicts that. If an experience can contradict it, then perhaps you can think, wait a minute, this experience seems to contradict what I am thinking. But no experience contradicts. No achievement contradicts. Even heaven, Swarga also, Brahma Loka, wherever he goes, this notion that I am a seeker is never contradicted. So he has to be told. He can keep on searching for tenth man from morning to evening, day in and day out. And his experience that trend when is not available will never contradict that my conclusion is wrong. So somebody has to point out that your conclusion is wrong. Therefore teaching is required. Somebody is telling. And so, When you say that the duality is never negated, is it not negated for the person who is not taught or not negated even for the person who is taught? Yes. Prat-tattva-masiddhi, So, So, before the teaching, Tattva-masiddhi, you are Brahman. Now, when somebody says that, it makes me think, so I am Brahman. That's what Shraddha is required. No, no, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I can dismiss. When somebody says that, he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's what Shraddha is required. I think he seems to know what he's talking about. He seems to know something more than me. The humility is required, of course. Otherwise, in all arrogance, people dismiss everything, you know, that comes in their way. 
Because of my arrogance, so much hell that comes on my way, I just dismiss it. If I am humble, then it's a wait a minute, why has it come in my life? Why did that? so many experiences happen to us? Ishwara may be trying to tell us something, but I dismiss them. If I am an humble person, then why did Ishwara do this? Why did he not satisfy my desire? Why does he give me in spite of my prayers? Why does he do what he does? There is no Ishwara. That is one conclusion. Or maybe Ishwara means to say something. Shraddha, see the difference between Shraddha and Ashraddha. So when the Shraddha is there in the words of what is one who is t- telling me that you are Brahman, then it sets me thinking that my conclusion is that I am Jiva. Is that valid conclusion or what that person, what my teacher says is valid? And so, Prag Urdham Vabodhat, that there is non-negation of duality, is it before the teaching or after the teaching? This is Vashakar, Prag Tattvamasiddhi, Atmaikattu Upadesha Grahanat Prag. So before the Grahanam, before the knowledge that takes place from the Upadesha of the non-duality, before that is true, the duality is not, never going to be negated. Nothing will ever happen in the life which may think that, which may make me think that my conclusion is wrong. It is only somebody pointing out to me that will make me think. Dvitiyam <coughs> but then there is definitely bada or negation, negation of duality when the teaching or the knowledge takes place. So, Gruhide, Vashakara says, Gruhide do Atmekatve. Bandhamokshari Sarvabhyavahare Parisamapti Devasyat Gruhite to Atmaikatve But Atmaikatve Gruhite When the non-duality of Brahman Self The Self is one non-dual When there is no Then Sarvabhyavahara Parisamapti all the vyavahara, all the shabda prayag also, nati vadi bhavati. He no one talks about giving reality to duality. All the vyavahara, the transaction based on duality will come to an end. Transaction will not come to an end. Even for avududha also. But all the transaction based on duality will come to an end. <coughs> and therefore, this is how Bhashyakara Sutra says, what is Sutrakara Stathpariya? is not in real duality between Jiva and Brahma, but until Bhavishyabhutya, until the person is... Why don't you tell him right now that why you are why you are taking him for a ride and telling him to meditate on Brahman? Why don't you tell him you are Brahman? He is not ready. That's all. So we have to wait until a point when this person is ga- gains the maturity to understand the significance of what we are telling him. And therefore we are giving all this sadhana for creating that maturity. So he understands the significance of what is being told. Otherwise it will all go overhead. You keep telling them. But he doesn't understand. Tell a child all kinds of things. So what? Doesn't mean anything. And also to a person doesn't mean anything when the maturity is not there. So all the upasanas and everything that is being told is for creating maturity. Whether you call it viragya, whatever you call it. Mature sadhana, chetusya sampatti, you call it samadhi shetka sampatti, vairagya, vividisha, whatever. Is the maturity that is required when this teaching will strike, when it will touch. Otherwise it doesn't touch. Like pouring water on the, on the stone. There is no effect at all. But then it will touch 
when they matured spirit. That is why the life of sadhana is required. What is sadhana? Sadhana is living the life based on non-duality. That's all the Vedantic sadhana is. So all the meditation also is what? Basically ahangra upasana. That I am Brahman. That's ultimate upasana that Vedanta will tell us. When one is not ready, then of course all the Veda upasana are okay. Then Abheda upasana, Dhangara upasana, then Abheda, so upadesha. <coughs> so this is the prakriya that Vedanta follows. Okay. Om Purnamadaf Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashashyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Vande Bhagavanta Punapunaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Yomavat Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantishantihi Hari Om Shri Guru Pyonamaha Hari Om